Welcome everybody to the Blood on the Canvas podcast, episode two. I'm your host, John Dale, and with me today is my best friend, MMA enthusiast, former college baseball player, future probation officer, and just an all-around douchebag, Tyler Stafford. You can follow him on Twitter at Tyler Ten Staff, and that is T Y L E R one zero S T A F F. Or not, because fuck him. We are currently on our way to the UFC fight night in Greenville to watch our first ever live MMA fight. So if the audio quality is a little bit sucky, then fucking deal with it. This is my podcast, and it's free. What do you want from me? Let's get to know our co-host a little bit. Uh, so, Tyler, when's the first time you watched MMA? Oh, man. I mean, when I was... You don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, when I was younger, I remember seeing some MMA fights. I wasn't really a fan like I was of maybe football or MLB or anything like that. But when I really started getting into it was when it was we me, were it? actually roommates. Yeah, yeah it was me. Uh, going to school at the East Tennessee State University. Um, after that, I've been, I've been following it quite a bit. I mean, I'm not a... Uh, Genius by any means at watching UFC, but I, I think I can hold my own a little bit. I'll give you that. Uh, that's enough. That, uh, and with this card, uh, I don't think too many people know a lot about these fighters unless you're a true, true hardcore. I would consider myself a hardcore, and I really don't know some of these fighters. Like Eric Spicely, that's fighting Deron Wynn. I just know who Deron Wynn is. I've never actually seen him. But I know he's about 5'6 and a fucking tank of a man and a really good wrestler that actually takes Daniel Cormier down. But other than that, I don't know who Eric Spicely is. I don't know what to expect from Duran Wynn. We're going to see it in person, so I'm sure that'll be a little bit different than seeing it on TV. So I'm not quite sure what to expect. I'm sure a lot of you people probably have been to a UFC. And if you have, hit me up on Twitter and tell me what your experience is like. Uh, but let's get back to some questions here for Tyler. Uh, first of all, who's your favorite fighter? Man, uh, I would have to say my favorite fighter right now is probably going to be Brian Ortega. Oh, really? I didn't expect that. It's Brian Ortega, man. I just I like his attitude. Uh, I like his person. I don't think his stand-up is all there yet. His defense, as Max Holloway showed, oh, God. is not there. That bro- that fight was fucking. But if brutal. he gets you on the ground, dude. Yeah, oh, dude, it's over. You're done. Well, the weird you're thing done. about him is usually if somebody gets you on the ground and it's over, it's because he's on top of you and he's going for that arm triangle. Not with Ortega, dude. No. Holloway got him on the ground and he was like, "Fuck this!" real quick and got up. Holloway knew better. He was like, "Well, also, I think Holloway was piecing him up on the feet a little bit." It, it, well, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't a little bit. That, he it, fucked his it, face it was, up. It was hard to watch. Oh, man. there was some broken orbitals, some broken bones. Oh. Well, he's a tough son of a bitch. Dude. God, you that, give that to that Mexican heart. If you can Mexicans, I would never fight a Mexican man. I'm actually trying for MMA, MMA career. I don't know how that's going to work out. We're going to see. But if they ever offer me a fight against a Mexican. For less than twenty thousand dollars, I ain't fucking taking it. I wouldn't either, man. I don't. Fuck blame no, you. man. You cannot knock them out. My favorite line from a UFC corner was with, it was Rashad Coulter against somebody I don't know who is. I just remember his trainer saying, "Stop going for the knockout 
He's a big old Mexican with a big old head. You can't knock him out. And it's true. Mexicans fight their fucking ass off, whether it's boxing, UFC, whatever it is. Never start a fight with a Mexican. They will kick your fucking ass or they will outlast you. One of the two. Um, so, second question here. What do you expect from this experience with this live MMA fight? Man, I'm telling you one thing. I really want to see. I want to see some blood. Oh, dude, we're going to get some blood. That's what I want to see in this fight. I want to see some blood, and I want to see a pretty hardcore knockout. If you're watching on ESPN, which I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you're probably a hardcore. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this because I don't have many fans. I, I think my last podcast got about five listens. That's why we're just now doing episode two. I had a tweet that blew up the other day that had like 17,000 views. I don't know where the fuck that came from. It was something about the Dana White Apex Center, and that still does piss me off, but I don't understand why that many people actually got into that. He definitely had some better tweets, man. I, fuck yeah, I did. The Glover Teixeira tweet where he's staring that one guy in the face and saying, not today, not today. That's but, the best tweet I've ever had, and no one, one saw it. That one didn't get... Near as many likes as what your Apex tweet got. It got three likes. What the shit is that, man? And I was one of them. I was one of them. You do always like my stuff on Twitter. Support Even if it's just one person, I know it's always Tower 10 staff. I've got to support you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Who and what are you pulling for? We've already heard some blood, but what else are you pulling for? I think I already said a knockout. But I think another thing that I kind of want to see... Not even kind of one. I really want to see a five-round banger, man, in the main event. Oh, between Mokano and Korean Zombie? I want to see that real bad, man. My favorite fight that I've ever watched in UFC was the Korean Zombie against Yaya Rodriguez. See, I missed that fight live. I watched it, and I texted you about it. I know you did. I was in a hotel room in Georgia and with a girl who wouldn't let me watch MMA because she was a bitch. We're no longer together, obviously. But I remember... I was trying to save the fight, so I, I turned off my ESPN notifications. I turned everything off. I was like, I'm not going to watch this. I'm not going to hear anything about it. I'm going to wait until Sunday, and I'm going to watch it live. or I'm, Not live, but I'm going to record it, and I'm going to watch it And then. I ruined it. He ruined it. He <laughs> fucking ruined it. He said, did you? Sorry, that was a beer burp. We're a little <laughs> bit drunk. <laughs> he ruined it. He texted me. He said, did you just see that fucking fight? And when you get that text message, you can't just be like, no, nah, man, sorry, I, I haven't watched it yet, I don't want to know. You have to be like, oh my god, what the fuck happened? It's Yair Rodriguez and Korean Zombie. I was like, tell me now. Tell me what happened. He said, you have to go watch it. So, of course, I went and watched the, the highlights of it. I didn't know what kind of fight it was. I just saw the knockout, and I was like, whoa, shit, that was crazy. Then I went back and watched the fight, and I was like, wow, that makes that knockout ten times better. After that fucking banger. Dude, the best fight I've ever seen in my life, bar none. I mean, it's, it was awesome. That's because he wasn't around for Wanderlei Silver Brian Stan. I remember Dude, that How fight. can you beat a last-second knockout? That's because you haven't watched Brian's, Brian Stan versus Wanderlei Silver. That he, like, honestly, I kind of think he got lucky with that elbow. How I can you practice that? I, he said he was practicing. He said he saw Cowboy use it. I'm pretty sure, if I remember right, he said he saw Cowboy use that Either same way. elbow. Either way, with he one said, second left. He said he was practicing that back room. I don't know if that's true or not. i got to stop banging on this table. You can probably hear that on the recording. But anyway, how do you... That's true, though. How do you practice that elbow? How do you... 
Well, I guess he saw that hook and he thought, if I can duck that hook, then I can definitely catch him with that elbow. Do you think that's well, what maybe, went through his head? Maybe he did, man. I don't know. But either way, it was a five-round banger. Both of them were basically dead. And at the very last second, they're both wore out. I mean, they were worn out in the fourth round from beating the absolute shit out of each they other. They were doing the that stupid-ass shit where they hug in the middle. Either way, dude, I was cool with it because they were beating the dead They were. Out of each I other. think the hugs were just like a break in between. Like... Hold on, man. Don't hit me for a second. Just let's just hug this out. But do you blame them? Can... No, I don't either, man. I don't either. I want to know what it's like to be in that kind of a fight where you, it's just nothing on the line but your fucking heart. But um, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna take a short intermission. I'm gonna play some music for you, and then we're gonna be back for some questions from me, from Tyler, to what a true MMA fan is like that has watched it. Brian Stan versus Wanderlei Silva. We'll be right back. No lies. All right, John. So, I've got some questions for you, man. Um, Let's start off with the first one. And I just, you know, since you're a hardcore MMA fan, you follow this shit like it's nobody's business. You damn right. Yeah, I know. I can't help it. It's an obsession. It got in my fucking brain, and I can't get it out. About how? Do you remember when we were living together in our apartment when it happened? Go Bucks! Go Bucks! We went to college together. We roomed together. That's ETSU, East Tennessee State University, (laughs) and we play Appalachian State week one. Of next season, oh, it's going to be on TV, it's, and we're going to pull off the biggest ups- upset gonna, of all it's time. It's going to be a fucking murder. It's what it's, it's gonna you know be. what? It probably will be. <laughs> but if it happens, you heard it here first on blood on blood on the canvas. The blood on the. He don't even know the fucking <laughs> name of the podcast. John, I've had a lot of beer tonight. We have had a lot of beer. Uh, we're almost through a pack. We're almost through a case. We're getting there. Uh, we're going to have to walk across the street we've got a big day tomorrow so give us a break we're having a good time this is a what what, what are we on Tyler Michelob Ultra damn it man (laughs) we're on a mancation motherfuckers we're on a mancation that's right mancation I'm not sure if that phrase has been used before I started using it about two hours ago and it just kind of went with it so we're on a mancation Ladies and gentlemen. If it's not been used before, it's copyright now. You heard it here first. Um, okay, so my question for you, man. Conor McGregor is no doubt the biggest star that the UFC oh, And I know God. how you feel about him. I know, but he's the biggest promoter, the biggest shit talker. You're not wrong. And the most views that the UFC has ever had in the You're history of UFC. And I know how you feel about him. But I'm going to tell you what, man. You know what he is before you continue? You know what Conor McGregor is? What? He's the fucking Beyonce of the UFC. Everybody knows his name. No one knows his fucking songs. Well, let me get back at you. You know what he is? No one knows his fucking songs. You know what he is? He's a promoter. That's exactly what Conor McGregor is, man. But I'm going to ask you. McGregor Promotions. Proper 12. Proper 12. we still why didn't to, we get we, some proper we, 12? Tonight? We still need to try some proper 12. Why didn't we not get some proper 12? I bet 12 it's tonight? fucking shit. I bet it's shit. We should have got some proper 12 tonight. I don't know. Irish whiskey's probably pretty good. But Let's get back to what we were talking about. And I'm talking attitude, 
I'm talking promotion. I'm talking personality. I'm talking all of that. Who's the next Conor McGregor of the UFC? Oh, God, you hit me with the real shit. I hit you with the real shit. I want to know who's the next Conor McGregor of the UFC. Before tonight, if you want my honest opinion, I would have said Sean O'Malley. He connects with the younger group. He he loves some fucking weed. Not only that, you know how Sean O'Malley's making his money right now? How? What's Twitch? Twitch. That's the thing kids are doing these days. I'm 23. I don't fucking know what Twitch is. I don't is. know what the fuck Twitch is either. We had a weird-ass friend at ETSU that played Twitch all the time. His yeah. name's Zach. I remember we, him. <laughs> we, he, he just played Twitch all the time. We had no idea what he's doing. He was apparently making some pretty good money, though. Was he really? We, yeah. He was making some good money. He killed that. a big deer, too. He did kill a big All my deer. probation friends ask about him. He he's, he's kind of famous in the area for that deer. He he's just a weird dude. Yeah, he is very strange. I heard he poached that deer. That no bastard. Way. That fucking bastard poached that deer. Anyway, back to the conversation. I would say, if it's not Sean O'Malley, who's a doper? He is a doper. I'm I'm drawing a blank right now, man. I Israel Adesanya. Nope, there it is. Israel Adesanya. Israel Adesanya, without a doubt, is the next Conor McGregor. It, but he's going to do it better than Conor. If he can, if Israel Adesanya can get mainstream, do you realize what kind of story that is? It's what they tried to make Francis. Dude, can he promote like Conor McGregor? Yes. If you ever heard that guy talk, I've heard him talk plenty of times. I've watched all of his interviews and everything else. I just don't know if he can talk the shit. His talking style matches his fighting style. He is so smooth. He thinks three steps ahead. There is no one like... If he gets past Whitaker, which is a very, very doubtful... I don't doubtful, know if it is, man. I don't know Very if doubtful is. he gets past Whitaker. Whitaker went through a fucking murderer's row. There is nobody that has went through the opponents that Robert Whitaker went through to get to the middle How of the title. How old is Whitaker? Top of my head, 29, 30. So he's still in his prime. Mm, he might be 32. Adesanya, might, either way, Adesanya's running through him, I think. I don't think Fuck it's... no. It's he's a, running through It's a hell of a dude. fight. Well, here's the problem. Will Whitaker ever be healthy? That's the question. I have never... Since, even even if Whitaker's healthy, I think Adesanya runs his striking, through it, His striking is another level. Did you see his ground game last fight? Yeah. With Gaslam? It Well, you don't have to worry about Whitaker's ground game because he's not going to take you down. And if you don't have to worry about a ground game, Adesanya's going to fucking murder you true. on the feet, dude. That's very true. He, he will murder Whitaker. I've been following Adesanya since he was a kickboxer. That dude in glory was amazing. There was Marcus Simon. I think that's his name. It's something Simon. If it's not Marcus, I'm, I apologize, Simon, whatever your first name is. I've watched it. You, you beat the shit out of it. He knocked him out. But it, it glory kickboxing, if you watch the striking, is another level. Joe Valentini was my favorite. It, it's a different level, and that's what Adesanya is in striking. Eventually, he's going to fight a wrestler. It's a different level. Eventually, like, well, I think it's a different level on the ground. Yeah, but eventually, he's going to fight an elite wrestler. Elite wrestling beats elite striking. Wasn't Gaslam an elite wrestler? No. He was a good wrestler, man. Yeah, what's the key word in that sentence? Oh, I mean, he was a great wrestler. Good, great, not elite. Not elite. Who's the elite wrestler in 170? It's 185. 185. I'm it, a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God, I'd have to think about it. 
You know? There's nobody. There is. There isn't. But that doesn't well, maybe mean... Yoel Romero. Oh God, that's a nightmare matchup for But Adesanya. is Yoel going to get back there? That's a nightmare. I want to see. You know who I want to see before Yoel? Well, Yoel is forty. He might be. He might be coming up on. He's 42. old, but it doesn't matter with him. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's a he robot. doesn't matter. I, he's a. You know, he might be from an, the Alien Festival in the Spruce Pine and Spruce Pine, North Carolina, was it's last home. weekend, man. Last weekend, guys, and it's it's going to be big. I'm telling you, it's going to be a big festival. It's going to put Spruce Pine, North Carolina. No, it's not on the map. No, it's not. It's going to put it on the map, man. We're on the map for gyms. But I'm telling you that Israel Adesanya and fucking uh, who are we talking about? Yoel Romero. Yoel Romero <laughs> is a fucking alien. He's he's not from this planet, dude. Neither he's not an one alien. Of them. He's not an alien. He's a Cuban experiment. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is. That they, might be true. They did something to that dude when he was born. They said we're gonna make this motherfucker. But did you have you heard him say that he's not the only Cuban that's like that? Yes. Is that not scary? Well, it's just like Cubans in baseball. Cubans in baseball dominate when they get there. It's the fact that they have to fucking drift over on a piece of driftwood to get here. And Dominicans, man. Dominicans. Well, Dominicans aren't that big in aren't that big in the US. They're big in baseball. They are big in baseball. Shout out to Big Poppy. Get well soon, bro. Shout out, man. I hope you get better, dude. If you if just to clarify, I know we're talking about baseball quite a bit on this podcast. Me and Tyler went to school together. For about seven years, and we didn't really know each other that well. I was kind of a weird kid. <laughs> he was. He, and, he was. And Tyler was a popular kid. I was a popular kid once we got to high school. That's because he played baseball. It's because we played baseball together. We, He's still pretty weird. I'm still very weird. <laughs> but who's an MMA fan that isn't weird? Come on now. But the... the the baseball thing, we, me and Tyler met through baseball, and we become best friends pretty much immediately. It, well, not immediately. We, we kind of didn't... I mean, it took me a while to warm up to your weirdness, man. I, but now you love me. Yeah. I but, mean, you're okay, I guess. Okay, enough of the love fest. Second question. Move on. Second question? All right, man. Um, you know, wrestling kind of took over there for a good... I would say it's still it's still in there. I mean, uh, with Habib, it's probably still there. Let's let's go through the champions real quick. Okay, let me find it here. I've got it here. Cejudo, Olympic wrestler. Cejudo. Well, Olympic okay. Uh, here's my next question: Is who's going to be the one to dethrone Cejudo at one twenty five or one thirty five? Who's going to be the man to do it? So, the real question at 125 isn't who's going to the throne. The real question at 125 is, is we, are we going to have a 125 division in the next year? And so, my answer, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and give my take on this before John does. My answer to this is going to be... Fuck you. No. <laughs> no? We're I, not going to have a 125. We're, we're definitely late. They've cut almost everyone. They're not going to have a 125. I'm telling you, Dana White does not want 125. He hates 125. He was counting on Dillashaw to put Cejudo he out. Was def- well, also that, but he knew even if Cejudo won, then he was like, oh, shit, we can just make Cejudo the bandwagon champion, and we can still cut 125 out. So, so 125's on the way out. 
It's definitely on the way out. I they, mean, so let's just let's forget about 125 because Cejudo is the 135 champion. Here's my issue. I am completely fine with getting rid of 125 if, and it's a very big if, we agree to make a 165. I agree. We need a 165. We definitely need a 165, but Dana White does not want to do 165. I was almost going to do a 165 division just to fuck with us, just to see who we thought we could take over the 165 division if there was one. But just to be honest with you, I wasn't organized enough, and I didn't have enough time to put it together, so we didn't write it down. But anyway... Habib's already said that he doesn't want to do that. Uh, yeah. I but mean, do you blame him? I think Kevin Lee would probably dominate that division. I I, I agree. 100% I agree. But his, his, he's just a tweener. It's so hard for those tweeners. Dos Anjos, he's a tweener. Cerrone's probably a tweener. It, yeah. There's a couple of guys that could just probably dominate that division. But let's but, get back. Let's get back to 35. 35. If we're talking about who's going to dethrone Cejudo, it's Cejudo is not a 135er. Let's I'll be honest. He's five four. I think. Well, like I was telling you earlier, it's not only that Cejudo's five foot four. Cejudo's a big dude. He's a bulky dude. He's a bulky dude at 135 who has the most heart and drive I think I've seen out of any UFC fighter that I've watched. It's sprained ankle plus torn rotator cuff. And he walked Marias down, dude. He did, after taking those leg kicks. That's that's impressive. He was done. Was, I, after that first round, I said, it's over. Uh, even Joe Rogan was like, it's done. Is, it's he done. knew it was done. He said he's never seen somebody turn around a fight like Cejudo did. But he has that heart and mentality. It's that Olympic mentality is what it is. He's got it, dude. And he flaunts that Olympic mentality. But then again, <laughs> to it's, me, the champion... It's a strategy. It, it's a marketing strategy is all it is. But he's it not works really for like him, that. man. It works. It does. It, it, right now, the three most hated fighters, Cejudo, Colby, Dylan Danis. Those three guys. I don't think Cejudo's is hated. I don't hate him. Colby's hated. Colby's definitely fucking hated. Colby's probably the most But that's what he's going for. He's just a... But it works. He's a watered-down version of Chael Sonnen. He's all he is. He's a a project of Chael Sonnen. Is he a prodigy of Chael Sonnen? They're from the same place. They're both from Oregon. It's very close. Now that we're talking about... uh, Chell. Not Chell. Colby. Colby. Now that we're talking about Colby, is he ever going to get a chance? It, it's dependent on him, man. I, I, at this point, Dana's not going to give you a title shot. Dana don't want to. He's never wanted to give Colby a title shot. Because he's too... He, he's cringy, but he's not Cejudo cringy, where he's fighting. What Colby hasn't fought in almost a year. Probably a Did year. Did you see that video of him and... Um, the porn stars? He makes videos with porn stars. No, not porn stars. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy those videos a little I've, bit. I've not watched that. No, uh, I, I can't say that I've watched I don't that. enjoy the Colby part, obviously. <laughs> I enjoy him. I enjoy the ass. In the, in the, but uh, let's just go through the Bantamweight division for me, and we'll okay. see We'll see who can uh, dethrone we'll, we'll, Cejudo. We'll talk about this later. Um, Obviously, Cejudo already beat Marais, which would have been my choice for dethroning Cejudo. Uh, I had doubts about Marais. I didn't have doubts at all. I thought Marais was going to fucking 
lay him down with leg kicks. He did. Break his legs and then just murder him. I mean, he did to a certain point. He did, but Cejudo overcame it. And I I didn't see that, man. I'm going to be honest. Um, Aljamain Sterling. Mm, I've never believed in Aljo, but I'm starting to become... You said said to me that didn't impress me. No, no, Sterling never impressed me. It impressed me because it was Pedro Munoz. I said on the last podcast... That I, didn't even impress me. I well, I said on the last podcast, I thought Pedro Munoz was the contender for the title. I thought he nobody could beat him in the division. And Aljo proved me wrong. Rafael Asensio? Yeah. <laughs> Rafael Asensio. I couldn't say that guy's name. I'm sorry. Rafael Asensio is pretty much irrelevant at this point. He's not getting a title shot. He's lost to too many guys in the top five. It, he, he, he had a good run. But he missed his chance. And Peter Yawn, okay, I can say I watched his last fight, and I was seriously impressed with this dude. If there's anybody that's going to dethrone Henry Soto, it's going to be Peter Yawn, I feel like. He needs another year. He needs another year to two years. What's his ground game like? We don't know. That's the problem. We don't know. But what, what if Soto puts him on his back? We don't know. It might be over if Soto gets See, him on his the back. thing about small guys like 135ers, they do have a tendency to get up easily because they're so quick and scrambly and fucking squirrely. Yeah, like Marias did with Cejudo. Yeah, they're just so fucking squirrely you can't hold them down. They're right. too quick. When you put them on their back, their first reaction is get back up. So your answer to that question is going to be Peter Young. Well, keep going. We'll see here. Pedro Munoz. And we saw him against Aljo. I, it's, it's a doubtful for me. He's also popped. And this is a guy that Cejudo said he wanted. Uh, Dominic Cruz. Mm, that's Dom's my favorite one thirty five of all time. Oh, I love watching him. My favorite podcast of all time was listening to him break down his fighting style best, uh, with Joe Rogan. He's a really smart dude. He's the smartest dude. I, at this point, I feel like Dom should almost just retire because I don't know if he'll be, ever be able to put his body back to the place well, where he's it had be. so many injuries. So many. It's just... so sad. And that's where I see Robert Whitaker going to, but that's a story for another day. Cody Garbrandt. Mm, too too aggressive, too angry. Jimmy Rivera. Mm. Uh, I'm interested to hear your take on Jimmy Rivera. He can't It depends get, on what day, don't it? It depends on what day. Can't get it done in the big time. The good Jimmy Rivera. Could he put down Cejudo? Good Jimmy Rivera? Yes. Good Jimmy Rivera can put down anybody. So, Cejudo, you think if on a good day... If he puts together two good fights. Here's the thing. Jimmy Rivera, if he puts together two good top five fights and then fights Cejudo on a win streak and he feels good about it, he probably puts Cejudo down. But two title defenses later, maybe one, he's having a bad day again. And then it's fucking over again against who knows. He could lose to anybody in the division if he has a bad day. But on a good day, he can beat anybody. On a good day, he can beat anybody. On a bad day, he can lose to anybody. Corey Sanhagen. Up and comer. Definitely the future of the division. So Don't... you, how many years do you give him before he beats Cejudo? Two to three. So you think Cejudo could stay champion of this division for two to three more years until, until Corey... Sanhagen gets there? It's possible. But... Here's what I think happens is Dana pushes Sanhagen too soon. Uh, he does he does have a tendency to do he that. He definitely does. So within a year, say give it a year and a half. It depends when the next Colorado fight card is. <laughs> Cause so he, the next loves, Colorado he loves title fights in the hometown. 
So the next Colorado fight, he fights Cejudo. Say it's a year and a half down the road. What do you see happening? I see St. Hagen fighting Munoz very soon. Probably the next fight. And then if he beats Munoz, Cejudo's next. Do you think he beats him? How long are we talking? A year and a half. A year and a half? It's close. It's very close. But who wins? That's a toss-up. Cejudo, I'm giving you my answer. What's yours? We don't know what San Hagen's going to look like. It's San Hagen's ground game. It's just a year and Have a half. Have you ever watched San Hagen versus Alcantara? I have not. That dude took an arm bar from hell. His arm was touching. His elbow bent backwards to where his the back of his palm. I'm not doubting that he's tough. I, it's not even it's flexibility, and his jiu-jitsu is a different level. What's his stand up? Cause Cejudo and mm. I didn't think his stand up was world class until I saw him fight more ass. More, more ass. No, <laughs> more ass? What, more ass. More ass. And more ass. What's it? How do you say that? Marlon Morass. It's Morass, but we're definitely calling him more ass more now. More ass. All right. <laughs> we'll go with it. We will roll with that. Do I think San Hagen can stand with Cejudo? Do There's I a, think he can stand with him? Because he, he's not taking Cejudo down. Here's another thing. San Hagen's 5'11". Cejudo's 5'4". I don't think that's as big as a, of a factor as what you're making it out. It is sometimes. I think it's a factor. Don't get me wrong. Cejudo's great at closing the but distance. But with Cejudo, he's I don't think it's as big of a factor. It's not because he's great at closing the distance. And you're so scared he pressures you to a takedown. So give it a year and a half. Who wins? Year and a half, Cejudo. Two and a half, St. Hagen. So you think Cejudo will stay the champion for two and a half more years? Minus a Peter Yon. But, and I don't know, guys, if Dillashaw is out for two more years. Oh, shit, we forgot about Dillashaw. I didn't forget about Dillashaw. But if Dillashaw's out for two more years and he comes back after two more years and Cejudo's who's champion. This, here's a question for you. Who's Dillashaw's first fight when he comes back? It's got to be Cejudo. Cejudo right away? It's got to be. Two Either years. him after or I'm telling you, if Garbrandt works his way back up to number oh. one, oh. can you imagine? Revenge fight. It's a revenge, revenge fight, fight from hell. But he's 0-2. But it's asterisk 0-2. He's Barry Bonds 0-2. I'm just saying. Does Barry happen. Bonds have the home run record? Yes. Or is it Hank Aaron? It's Barry Bonds. Is it Barry Bonds? He's in got my, an asterisk. In my opinion, it's Barry Bonds. But in somebody else's, it might be Hank Aaron. It, to me, it's Hank Aaron. See, it's it's a difference of opinion. But say Godbrand works his way back up. If oh, he that would be is, so great. If he's champion, that would be so great. And Dillashaw comes back. Can you imagine? Oh, a third fight with non-EPO Dillashaw. Oh my god. Oh. It would be closer. I don't know who wins. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, Garbrandt just gets too pissed off. He gets too pissed off he's, and just sees. But think he about sees it. He sees red and he he's going to be two to three years older. I don't think it matters with the car. I right. think it matters. I think he's a hothead for life. Well, the UFC's going to market it to where it doesn't matter. Cejudo, That's true. 
That's not very true. Though, but Dillashaw was a cheater, and that's how they're going to put it. They're definitely going to put it that when way. they're marketing that way. They're going to put and it as revenge. That's also, you know, that's how Garbrandt's going to put. It. And I'm not saying he's going to be number. Cody Garbs is going to say, "I can beat him because he's clean now." Exactly. That may give him an extra boost of confidence. What too. do we? Here's a question: What do we do if TJ comes back, beats Cody Garbs again, and pops? Banned for you, life. You got to ban him forever. Banned for life. I mean, Garbrandt, he, you know Garbrandt's going to push to ban. He him he gets a three. He gets a four year ban, and at that point, you're thirty nine, forty in the one thirty five division. Done. You're done. It wouldn't even matter. But EPOs. It doesn't make you stronger. I mean, but how are you going to tell everybody that? That's true. Like he's doping. But you know what? It's not making him any stronger. His cardio is just on another level now. But cardio in the UFC... Especially in the 135. Is almost, it's probably more important than strength. In 135 for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know how... You, you can't justify that. No. And he got a pretty hardcore ban. He did. After one, one time, time. Two years is hardcore. It's usually six months, but he admitted... He said, yeah, I fucking did it. If he hadn't admitted, do you think he would have got any shorter? If he'd have thought it, I feel like. But I don't think there's any way to fight that. I don't that. think he wanted Well, the thing was, Jeff Nowitzki said their only way to take EPO is through injection, so there's no chance of tainted supplement. You have to inject that shit in your fucking arm. There's no... So they knew. They were like, this dude's fucking dirty. Yeah, they knew. TJ had no choice but to admit it. I mean, I'm, I'm saying I watched his interview with... Chael Sonnen, and he he did sound very regretful. I don't doubt that he was regretful, but he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing, yeah. But I, I still think that TJ, man, I, I still like him. I still I, love him. I, didn't, I don't I count don't, him off. I don't, think of, I don't think of him as any less. I don't th- I, I do as a fighter. I don't. I do. Because he, he got cheated. knocked out. He, Either I, way, he cheated. It goes back to my opinion. Of, I he think didn't he, get knocked out. I think he get cheated. I think he cheated that one fight, and he got knocked out. But did he fight or cheat in the once before? I don't think so. But what if he did? I don't think he cheated anymore than anybody else. Because he would have definitely got knocked out in the Garbrandt fight if he wasn't cheating. I don't think so. I think he would have, man. I think did his you see how out he was? I think his chin's good enough in that first his fight. His chin's good, but is it that good? Yes. I don't think it's that good. I think it's that good. I don't know if anybody's chin's that good. It was a very hard hook. Yes, it was. And uh, it put him down like a fucking lot, man. I don't think it was EPO, though. It was something else, maybe. If he was on anything else, I don't think it was EPO. Well, he's cheated then. Has he cheated before? Well, See, that's what every fan's going to think, too. That's why his legacy. The changed. alpha male guys, the infamous Cody Garbrandt quote was, <laughs> he... He taught us how to do steroids. I heard that before Dillashaw <laughs> got suspended, dude. Yeah, I know. Garbrandt basically admitted, like, yeah, all of Alpha Male is on steroids because TJ taught us how to yeah, do steroids. Yeah, that was kind of fucked up out of Garbrandt. <laughs> it's a fucking retarded thing to say. It was retarded, but, you know, he Dillashaw's the one that got caught, man. He is. But, uh, well, no. Um, Chad Mendez got caught, too. And Chad Mendez basically just retired from the sport after he realized he couldn't do steroids anymore. Is it true that... What's his, the the head guy of Alpha Male? Uh, well, there's been tons because you're up. No, the one now, Uriah Faber. 
Well, he's the owner of the gym. Uh, the owner of the... Is it true that he's coming back? Yeah, against Ricky Simon. Oh, my God, he's old. He's not... I don't know how old he is. How, what's his weight? 145. And he's coming back? He's upper upper 30s at least. I wouldn't come back if I was him, man. He's bored. I don't care if he's bored. You're fighting in the UFC. Uriah Faber is a fucking attention whore. I don't he like him, man. It. I'm going to be honest, I don't like him. That's why I turned against Alpha Male and the Dillashaw Garbrandt thing. I like... It was purely I mean, Uriah I'm, I'm going to be honest. Alpha Male sounded like a bunch of fucking bitches. They are. About that whole situation, man. They are. Because a lot of people switched gyms. Yeah, Not everybody switches Dillashaw, gyms. Man. Nobody's almost And they no were one. all like loyalty, loyal. No one stays with the same Nobody gym for the does, whole life, man. almost. And maybe Garbrandt needs to take lessons from Dillashaw, dude. Yeah, he probably. You know how much he could probably benefit from Jackson's? Oh my god, so much, man. He could probably benefit a lot from Jackson's gym. Oh, a ton. But he'll dude. never do it. But he needs he would, to. He would be a hypocrite if he did that. He should have never. Never came at Dillashaw like that. He should have. Uh, but I, but um, he did. I think half right of now. it was about hopping up that fight. Definitely. And, and it worked. It, Dillashaw and Garbrandt's career took off. I, specific, as a hardcore MMA fan, I started caring a lot more about the 135 division. I did too. When I heard about that fight. I agree, but. Because there was so much bad blood. It was true hatred. It really was. And true you could hatred. see it in the fight, too. After Dillashaw knocked Garbrandt out. When Dillashaw screamed in his face. Yes. Oh, that was bullshit. That's one of the best moments of UFC. Well, though. it was because of that, and it was right before the Joanna versus Rose knockout. Yeah. And then after that, we had GSP knocking the fuck out of Bisping, which I love Bisping, too. But I was so happy to see George win. I was so happy. I thought he was going to tarnish his legacy. By going up in weight class, but he didn't. That was so happy. John, we're going to have to take a break because I've got pissed from all this beer. <laughs> we're going to take a break. We're at about a 30-minute segment. That's about as long as we've ever went. We'll be right back with some main card odds and predictions. Up to the fight. Division ranking. I can still read this, so On the brass side, we're not going to have to go get more beer because I'm already drunk. I'm pretty drunk, too. Perfect. Fuck up, er- Anthony Smith. Erase, erase John Jones' name. Look at the division. Cormier's not going to fight at White Heavy again. Okay, erase the top two. Look at the division. Santos is fighting John Jones again. He's about to get the fucking Santos, ass, yeah, but he's interesting. Yeah, but he throws but fucking he-, he throws fucking hammers. That fight's going to be Who's fun. Fucked up by John what? Jones. Listen. Yeah. We're back here on episode two, and we just got the disappointing news in that Sugar Sean O'Malley has popped again for Osterine and is off the 239 card. What's your thoughts on it, Tyler? Man, it's sad because this is the second time he's popped in how long? Uh, he was supposed to be on the 229 card with Habib and Connor, the biggest card of all time. He missed out on that payout. Probably would have made him a star. Uh, just It's not only how good... Sean O'Malley is, but it's his fight style, man. He could have been a star uh, in the it, UFC. He, he still has a chance to. I mean, he's like, I don't know how old he is exactly. How long is the suspension? He's over the suspension. I don't think he'll get another suspension. 
because it's the John Jones thing of picograms. It, I, from what I've read, it says that he's going to be back again. They just had to cancel this fight because he tested positive. But this is the second fight they've canceled with him. I know, but I it, it's the same thing as the John Jones thing. Either way, it doesn't look good. It, it definitely does not look It's He had a big tweet about it. It was .08. Grams. It's not enough to even affect the Either fight. Either way, dude, I, it, it's the same thing with John Jones, man. It tarnishes the a legacy, legacy. The legacy is tarnished, for sure. But it, I want to see him fight. I'm not saying that I don't. But I'm just saying that his legacy is now tarnished. It's definitely... Well, it's tarnished for now. John Jones has been... He's, he's already established in the UFC. We all know him. I... Th- in my personal opinion, I do think he's done something. Obviously, he's done something. I think it's more for the aesthetics. Like the Tim Sylvia, if you go back and you read some Tim Sylvia quotes, he said in his in his interviews, he said that he only did steroids. He admitted to doing steroids, but he said he only did steroids because he had a dad bod. He didn't like being on TV. He didn't like watching himself on TV having the dad bod. But Sean O'Malley don't have that, dude. Kind of, he's a skinny dude. He's I, skinny. Well, I'm not sure what Osterine is. I'm no clue what. Listen, Osterine I'm is. telling you, if you have a dad bod like me, you would be extremely <laughs> grateful for being skinny. That's that's very true. But as a fighter, you want to look ripped. I mean, you're on TV every night. We have to. You have to think about some of these fighters in a personal. But you got to think about your opponent too. Is his opponent having? Picograms it's, in it's, him? It's .08, though. It, it's I, not... I don't... If I'm if I'm his opposing fighter, I don't This care. is where me and Tyler have a great divide. In in UFC, don't get me wrong, I think there should be no PEDs because it's a man's life on in stake. There, if, if TRT Vitor shows up in a cage, traps up to his fucking ears, that that is ridiculous. But if you show up as Sean O'Malley, you're 135 pounds. You're five foot eleven. I it's, he's obviously not putting another beer burp, guys. There's another one. <laughs> he, he's obviously not going for the body belt. I don't think the Osterine. I think it's a tainted supplement. It's my opinion. I think it's a tainted supplement. It could be my bias. I love Sean O'Malley. I love his weed thing. He looks like he's from the 70s. I'm not saying that I don't love him. I do love him. I'm just saying that his legacy is now tarnished. And if I'm his he opponent... Here's the thing, though. He doesn't have a legacy. He's 22. He has like two fights in the UFC. It's still going to kill him, man. When it's, he gets it's going to kill him. If he gets to be 35 to 36 years old, and he's been the defending UFC champ, and what what weight is he? 135, 145? 135. 135. And he's been the defending champ for, say, eight fights, and he's won all eight fights. It's always going to be in the back. Of everybody's minds. It's it's that, the USADA well, era. He, he ducked once. He he was on steroids at true. one point. And MMA reporters are never going to let him forget. They that will he never was, let him forget that never. man, and that's on him. It, I don't know if it is. I it's, think it's on him. It it's got to be on him. He's it's the a one supplement thing. It's a supplement thing. It, as an MMA fighter, to keep your body in shape, you the way bodies break down, they are not meant for bodies are not meant. For MMA fighting. I don't disagree with you there. PEDs are a part of the sport. They'll always be a part of the sport. They don't need to be in the UFC because it's the highest level. Bellator is going to have it. Bellator won championship 
Oh my God. Some of those guys, you're just like, holy shit, dude. How much steroids are you doing? By the way, we might get off topic here, but I really want to know how Demetrius Johnson did in his last one FC fight. I haven't seen the fight, but I do know from what I've heard, he was in some trouble in the first round. Because I know they're a lot more geared towards smaller weights. Than yeah, and the it's, it's the Asian thing, because the smaller weight, like Thailand and stuff like that, it, countries like that, they're more geared to like, they even have a 105 division for men in 1FC. It's called the Adam weight. Can you believe that shit? 105 dudes. I would, I would you, triple that almost. How do you get down to 105? I don't know, man. I, That's a midget. It's a midget. It, it's definitely midget wrestling slash UFC. It, I don't I don't know what you call it. Anyway, Sean O'Malley, it, it, it's it's going to happen. It's tainted supplements, I feel like. Uh, Either way, it's putting a tarnish on his, and that's what I'm saying. Is it puts a blemish on his record in UFC forever. It does. He's 23, but forever he's going to be known as that guy like that either, like He's going to be known as the guy that those pop. supplements, I think that Sean O'Malley had the potential to be a star in the UFC. Like, he had a chance. He still has that chance. He still has that chance, man, but it's always going to be with a doubt in the back of people's minds. I'm always going to think he about break, it. If he beats Cejudo, you know what Cejudo's going to say? He's a doper. He's a doper. Yeah. That's exactly what Cejudo's going to say. Cejudo's, so far, Cejudo's made his name off beating dopers, though. You know, with the t- well, he that, has. That but- brings us to a great topic. We, I, I'm pretty sure we have deferring opinions on this Dillashaw thing. It, I haven't talked much about it. I don't want to run Dillashaw. I'm a huge Dillashaw fan. I can't help it. I'm a but Dillashaw fan too, man. I it, love how he fights. I do too. How much of it? He Dillashaw's whole thing is he's going to outlast you. He's going to outstrike you. He's going to outmove you. He's going to dominate Cruz you, but he's going to do it better than he's Dominic gonna Cruz. He's going to outwork you. How much of that is EPO? I think a lot, and this is where we differ, I think. I think Dillashaw EPO'd for this one fight against Hudo. I believe him when he says he only did it to make weight. I don't believe that. See, here's what I think with, with Dillashaw, and you can you can give your opinion on it. But what I think happened with Dillashaw, have you seen, I know you've seen his videos with how hard he works in his training. That Sam Calavita dude is just too intense. It, I, I don't think it's meant for MMA. I don't think his training's meant for MMA. Well, what I think happened is with his training, what exactly did he get caught for? EPO. EPO. Which okay. is, if if you're not familiar with EPO, Lance Armstrong got caught. What, what Lance Armstrong got caught for, what we know Lance Armstrong for being a doping for, for the whole cycling thing, which is ridiculous. Why would you even test for drugs in cycling? It's fucking it's, cycling. It's fucking the 19th guy ended up with the gold medal because fucking everybody else was on EPO. There's a documentary on that too, by the way. I, I know. Great. You need it's, to watch it. I, I probably will. But it, anyway, what, back to the Dillashaw. Uh, back to the Dillashaw. I think the reason... And EPO helps you recover, right? It's... It's more of a cardio thing. And, and it helps your cardio for five-round fights like Dale Shaw's been fighting for how long? For sure. It's uh, been a long it, time that he's been fighting Since him and Brow. Uh, and what year was that? Off the top of my head, 15-16. 15-16. So what I think happened was Dale Shaw 
was doing these workouts, and I think to recover quicker or to get more, I guess I would say, out of his workout, he was using these EPOs. And I think that's when he started doping. Because Garbrandt said the same thing. He felt like he was doping whenever he fought Garbrandt, too. But Cody's a bitch. I'm, I'm, <laughs> he's I'm not a bitch. saying that I disagree. He's a bitch. I'm not saying that I disagree, dude, but what if he did? That I, takes I don't away think, from that I don't fight. think it would have even mattered. Because Cody just goes in there with a fucking bull in a china shop just throwing fucking hooks out of nowhere. He but just, he caught him with one. He did, but I don't think it was in the second round. If it, it hadn't been for those EPOs, would he have knocked him out? In what? Uh, you mean the first five? In the first Garbrandt Dillashaw fight. We watched that together we in the did. apartment. And, and I said, holy shit! Because it looked like Dillashaw was out. Dude, he was. Like a lot. He was. But if it hadn't been for those EPOs, would he have popped back up? That's a hard question. It is. And it, if he had not popped back up, and if he had stayed down, that would have changed Dillashaw's legacy forever. It would have. That's it, my argument on EPOs, dude. The EPO thing, man. I I believe Dillashaw when he says he didn't do it. I don't think... Don't get me wrong. Dillashaw was on something. Before the EPO. I think the EPO was the first time. Just looking at his face, man, when he fought 25. Oh, that was so disgusting. It was nasty, dude. Uh, that uh, that picture... The pictures of him. One thing I won't argue with Dillashaw, the dude puts in work. For sure, EPO doesn't work by itself. Oh, let's let's clarify something. Steroids don't work by themselves. You, oh yeah, you just get fat. Exactly, I agree. If you don't work like baseball players, you're just going to see a bunch of baseball That's players. That's why with guts. I don't think he should have taken EPOs, man. He had the talent. He had the foot. Movement. I think it was. I, he had everything that it takes to be a champion without using it. I, it's true, but he wanted to make 125. That's my argument for he only did it for 125. I mean, I see what you're saying, but also he it, would it, not have. He it would tarnishes his legs. Just looking at him, do and you, it didn't help him just, at all. Just looking at him, do you think he would have made 125 without how, those EPOs? How tall is Dillashaw? Five six. Yes. 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 He would not have made that. Weight. I think he would have made that. Weight. He's got. He carries too much. He muscle. He works so hard. He man, carries and too he has much so muscle. So many professionals on his team. You don't think that they could have made that He doesn't anymore. Way? He doesn't anymore. He doesn't train. Well, hell, he's he's not in the UFC anymore. That's that's true. He's gone for the next two years. I think it might be four. It's a long time. I'm pretty four. sure it was four the last time. That I, I want to say it was two. I, I know, may be wrong. I know he's going to be about 35 when he comes back, which is fine. Because two years off your chin. Yeah. At Stay at 35. Don't yeah. go down to 25. His footwork kept him from taking too many shots anyway. It, he'll probably be fine. But uh, let's get to our next segment here. We've spent too much time on EPO. It's it's been a great conversation, but it, I, I'm still just gonna go with I, I'm just gonna be a Dillashaw homer for, Dillashaw gonna, homer for the rest of my I'm life. I'll let you talk for a minute. I'm gonna get a beer. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back. We're back to the the part of the show where we break down some divisions. For this division breakdown, we've decided after a long debate, me and Tyler argued over middleweight and light heavyweight for a very long time. We never could decide because we both had very outstanding points. We ended up deciding on middleweight, but it was only because Tyler won rock, paper, scissors for the second time tonight. Hell yeah. On the same combo. Fucking paper never works. Anyway, tonight we have featherweight 
lightweight, middleweight. I wanted light heavy. Tyler wanted middleweight. I, I kind of agree with him. There's really only three guys at middleweight, but those three guys are more interesting than light heavy just because no one's going to be John Jones. I tried to argue that if you take John Jones out of the mix, that light heavyweight gets interesting because you take two guys out of the top ten of middleweight right now and put them in light heavy, Weidman and Rockhold, which is going to happen. Both of them have said they're going to fight at 205, and I think Rockhold's actually scheduled at 205. I just can't think of who it is right now. I'm a little bit drunk. But anyway, we're going to start here with some featherweight division. Tyler's going to read off our top 10 force. Take it away there, Tyler 10 staff. All right. At number, well, okay, I guess at champion, we've got Max Holloway. Then we've got Alex Volkanovsky. 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 That's, that's hard to say, man. It is. That's a very weird Australian uh, Then we got my Brian Ortega, Jose Aldo. Frankie Edgar, who's fighting Max Holloway for the championship, Bullshit. which I don't agree with Bullshit. at all. Um, Mocian- Moicano. Moicano. There we go. Who we're seeing tomorrow night, and Hell I can't yeah. even say his fucking name. We're gonna fucking che- we're, we're probably going to be cheering for a zombie. Let's be honest. I'm definitely cheering for zombie. We're cheering for zombie. I, I mean, I'm going to have a lot of beer. I love I time. love Moicano, but how can you not cheer for Korean zombie? You have to cheer for zombie. I'm dude. buying a zombie shirt tomorrow. Then we've got Zabit, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his last name. Magomed Sheripov. But I think everybody it's knows actually, Zabit. It's, it's not very hard once you get it down one time. Magomed, sh- well, say, just, say it with me. Say it with me. Magomed Magomed Sharapov. Sharapov. Magomed Sharapov. I guess it's just like Habib. Habib. Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. See, it's it's those names. Fucking Dagestanis, man. Fucking Dagestanis. And fucking, you know, we're from Western North Carolina and the mountains. We're from the fucking Appalachians. I'm sorry about the accents, by the way. We We, have a really hard time, man. Um, People don't understand us sometimes. It's not that we're dumb. We just talk too fast. No, we talk pretty slow. We actually. talk fast compared to Southerners. Oh, well, it is what it is. Um, Jeremy Stevens. Then we've got Josh Emmett and Calvin Qatar. Cater. Cater. Okay. I don't even know that dude. So He had a good fight last fight. We're going to start with... He just, he, in Tyler's defense, he just moved into the top ten. All right. Well, we're going to start with Max Holloway. And I think Max Holloway's last fight... And we were talking about this on the way down here. But I think in Holloway's last fight, he just looked too small at Definitely. 55. Definitely too small. Uh, he just had no power behind his punches. And he didn't have the same effect as what he had against Ortega. With Definitely that, not. That he had with Poirier. There's a thing where you need, you need a good seven to eight months of strength and conditioning. I don't know if he's getting that in Hawaii. That's the thing. What kind of strength and conditioning coach does Max Holloway have? He's got a great, he's got a great camp, obviously, to be to hold on to the title like he has, to beat Aldo like he has. He's got a great camp. I'm I'm questioning the strength and conditioning, and that's what you need to get to lightweight. So who's going to knock him off? Do you think it'll be Edgar Volkanovski? But when's he coming back? That's a good question because he's got that blood disorder. It, hey, it, explain what happened to him. So, a lot of people were pissed, including me and Tyler. Tyler's, Tyler's bitched about it at least four times to me, about the that he thinks Volkanovski should have got the next draw. And I'm not against it. Because, obviously, Frankie doesn't... 
Frankie deserves it in a way. There's two different ways to look at this. Frankie has won one out of his last three fights. Also, I think it's one out of his last three. It might be two of his last three. I don't know. Anyway, he didn't look that great against Cap Swanson. He looked good, not great. Volkanovski looked amazing against Aldo, obviously. Fucking amazing. It, it, Volkanovski, on the way back from Brazil, he, he went to Brazil, took Aldo's fucking crown out of Brazil. Aldo looked like he couldn't pull the trigger in that fight. I give half that fight to Aldo, honestly. Volkanovski's a great fighter. What Don't do get me wrong. Aldo couldn't pull the trigger. He he, he just... It, but some, could that not be a credit to Volkanovski? It could. It could be game plan. I, I, that fight confused me. Uh, Aldo... It confused me, too, because what the fuck was Aldo doing that whole fight? But was that a strategy? Aldo's on his way out. I agree. He's he's young in this, he's young in age, old in this sport. I agree, but could, is that credit not given to Volkanovski? Yes and no. Volkanovski is the next up-and-comer in featherweight. I've thought that for a very long time. He's the Gregor Gillespie of featherweight. We just haven't heard about Gregor in the lightweight division yet. Gregor is Volkanovski made over, except Volkanovski has better striking, in my opinion. Volkanovski had a great fight. On the way back from Brazil, uh, he broke his foot in the fight. From what I understand, from what I remember, he broke his foot. Apparently, a cut got infected. He got a blood disorder on sometime between the fight and being in Brazil, which we know isn't the most cleanliest place. That's true. Not the most friendliest confines in the world. Yeah. On the way back, Volkanovski got a blood disorder on the plane. They had to stop over in Chile just to take Volkanovski to the hospital. I listened to an interview before he actually got there. He sounded fine, but on the way back... I'll listen to that same interview, and he, he did sound fine. He sounded fine, but on the way back, he obviously had some issues, had a blood disorder. He's going to be out for a while. In my opinion, that's why they gave it to Frankie. So when do you think he'll be back? I think it could be a year layoff, and it's also one of those things that he may never come back from completely. I hope not, man. I hope not either, because that's just a career that could be, we could remember that career as something that could have been, would have yeah. been, but didn't happen. I hope it happens. I hope he comes back. I, I do really too, do. because if anybody's going to dethrone Max, it's going to be Volkanovski. All right, so next we've got Brian Ortega, who you said was lined up to fight Zabit. Mm, I believe so. Uh, who do you think wins that fight? That's that's a toss-up. Uh, well, well, That's hard to say on that fight. Zabit's striking doesn't look that impressive against Brandon Davis. Uh, I'll be right back. Tower, actually, Tower's going to go get it. Give me one, too. Still drinking. Probably not a great idea, but we're going to do it anyway. It's mancation. Fuck it. Or, Ortega looks good against everybody besides Max Holloway. Max Holloway just has something Ortega can't ha- can't do. Uh, Ortega don't have very good defense. Striking defense is definitely his weakness. It is. Um, but if Ortega gets on his back and he gets to use that jiu-jitsu, which I think is his best weapon. He needs AKA. He needs wrestling. Yes, he does. But then again, I think that he needs a different game plan. 
I don't, I don't think, think his game plan should have been standing and fighting against Max Holloway. That's Ortega, though. I agree. I, I think Tyler, that is. Tyler's struggling with our cheat sheet here because I spilled beer all over it. Oh, God, it's fucking I spilled beer. I spilled beer everywhere. I apologize to everybody. Uh, we're both drunk. <laughs> it's okay. We're both it, drunk. Ortega, Ortega's fight style just doesn't line up with Max. The only way Ortega becomes a champion in this division is if Max Holloway loses the crown. Only way. I don't even know if he can beat Zabit. Zabit's striking, not impressive to me, against Brandon Davis. Brandon Davis outstruck him. Zabit out-wrestled him. Um, out- I may be biased because I'm such an Ortega fan, but I think his jiu-jitsu holds up against anybody. Zabit try- probably tries to take Ortega down. Maybe it's caught in a guillotine. If, if Zabit takes Ortega down, I feel like Ortega wins that fight. Zabit throws some flashy shit. Don't get me wrong. How well is that going to work against elite fighters? We never seen him against an elite fighter. We still haven't seen Zabit really with Jeremy Stevens. So we don't know, man. That that fight's hard to call. Jeremy Stevens, but how good is Jeremy Stevens anymore? He knocks some guys out, but if you don't let Jeremy Stevens touch you on the chin, you're probably going to win that fight. I think if Ortega's fighting Jeremy Stevens, it's it's a win. But against Zabit, because Zabit. You, I don't know if you agree or agree or disagree with me here, but I feel like Zabit is the up and comer of this division, other than Volkanovski. Volkanovski, I still Vol- can't say his can name. off ski. I can't say the last ski part. <laughs> you can't say the ski. <laughs> it's this Michelob Ultra. And the Michelob Ultra is getting us right now. Um, we should probably stop the podcast, but we're not going to because we're gonna fucking. Be troopers in here. Would Joe Rogan stop this podcast? Right Hell no, he would get hired. Exactly. But we're not. We don't have any we're fucking just, weed. We're just drunk. We got no weed. Tyler's a probation officer now. He wouldn't approve of it. I can't do that shit. You're going to be my probation officer one day, man. How's that make you feel? Well, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to give you, you a violation. Don't, don't say that, man. You're going to lose your job. They don't know my last name. <laughs> That's true. Okay. So, now we got Auto. Auto. He's on his way out. He's probably never going to fight for it. At least it's while Max is while Max is the title holder. Auto never fighting again for the title. You can't go zero and two against a guy and get knocked out twice and then get another title fight. As simple as that. And then after that, we've got Frankie Edgar, which John and I were talking on the way down here, and I don't know if John feels differently. I just don't think Edgar deserves a title shot at this point. I mean, he doesn't, but who else is going to take the title shot? Fight Ortega again. Do you want to put Ortega through that one more time? Yes. You more put... than Edgar. Before we go on here, Tyler has a picture saved of Ortega's face after the Max Holloway. The yeah, fact... it, hurt. it hurt really bad. The fact that he has that picture and he's saying this hurts me. It you hurt, know better. But I want Ortega what to may, get that title, man. What makes you think that that fight is going to go any differently? I just... Yeah, maybe Ortega's been training, man. Maybe he, he's been training Of course different. he's been training, but it doesn't maybe matter. Maybe he's been doing some it different shit, matter. dude. I'm just, I'm just saying... I don't never, think Edgar should have got that title shot. He never beats Max. He never beats Max. Well, we'll see what Moicano does tomorrow night, but... I don't think Edgar should have got it, dude. I never. Well, Moicano just lost his last fight. You can't give somebody a title fight off their last loss. I agree, but I I I just don't think Edgar deserves it. Frankie's last win wasn't impressive. It's Cub, who's now the gatekeeper of the division. 
But, I mean, that's better than losing your last fight to Aldo, who just lost to Volkanovski. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think I would rather see Ortega fight Holloway again than I would see Frankie get another title shot. A title shot. If you're asking, would it be a better fight? It would be a better fight. Would it be any different? It would not. Who knows, man? Maybe Ortega's doing some shit. I didn't see anything that Ortega could have done to beat Max. I didn't either. But if Ortega gets him on the ground, he's fucked. And Holloway saw that in the middle of their fight, too. Holloway's not done. Holloway got the fuck up after they got on the ground. Holloway got full mount on him. That's the problem, man. Holloway will never go to the ground with him. He'll never give him. He'll never give him the opportunity. I agree. We just need Volkanovski. Volkanovski. We need him to get healthy. Yes, we do. We need him to get healthy. For the division to move on and be what it needs to be. If it's going to be a year, then I I just don't see Volkanovski. Volkanovski. Getting a title shot. After a year of a layoff, I think he probably fights Ortega. Probably at that point. After that layoff, and or Zabit, or Zabit, if or if Zabit beats Ortega, either one of the the winner of that fight, I see him getting, and it just depends, man. If I really believe in Bulkin, I'm gonna call him Alex. Call him Alex. I'm gonna believe in Alex because. As much as I love Ortega, man, and you know how I feel about Ortega, I just... Obviously, you have a picture of his beat-the-fuck-up face on your phone. Well, it's sad, dude. It's sad, and I want to remember it. Um, I don't know why I want to remember it. I just do, but I think Alex is the only one on this list of the top ten who can put Max Holloway out of the division. It's very true. I think Max probably moves on pretty soon. Anyway, we need to move on to our next division. That's 15 minutes on the featherweights. It's probably too long. And really, we got, after that, we got Jeremy Stevens, probably never going to get to a title. Josh Emmett, probably not, never going to get to a title. And Calvin Cater might get to a title, but it's going to be a couple years. So we're going to move on to lightweight here. Tyler, go ahead and read us the top 10. Uh, we got the champ, Khabib. And then we've got Poye, who's fighting Khabib. We got Tony Ferguson, who was the most deserving For title sure. shot that I've ever I heard of in to the talk UFC. About We've got the Conor McGregor. Fuck off. We've got Cowboy Cerrone. Fuck yeah. Justin Gagey, Al Iaquinta, Edson Barbosa, Kevin Get Lee, and Paul Felder. Mm, commentator. <laughs> so, okay. I'm gonna Set me ask up you, here. Set me up here. I'm going to ask you, and I know how you feel about Poirier. We have different... I can't believe... if you I can don't believe, believe this, in him, man. I don't... I can't believe that you don't believe in Poirier I at this point. I don't believe in him. How do you not believe in that I'm, run? I'm he not has made, excited about that fight. He has made such a run through the division. Lately. If you feel different about this fight, please... Please tweet us. Please tweet us. Because I, I just don't, don't feel like he has how, a chance in hell. How do you not know that Dustin Poirier is just the ultimate? Can, can I'm gonna. Be, pu- he's gonna pull one out of his ass like he always. He does. has to pull one out of his ass, and he always does. Khabib's a different animal. He is. That's very true. Khabib's gonna take him down. He's gonna fuck him up just like he does everybody else, and it's gonna be over. It's possible. It's it's not possible. It's what, a fact. 
What have I told you over and over about Poirier? About why he has a chance against You've told me a lot about Poirier, but I don't believe... What is my main point about Poirier? His footwork. His footwork. His footwork keeps him off the cage. If he keeps his back off the cage... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter with Khabib. It sometimes... I've never seen... There's been a couple times where Habib has taken somebody down in the middle of the octagon. Habib's, he's a different animal. Habib's strategy is he's going to take you down against the cage. He's going to wear you out. He's going to throw these fucking short little hooks on the ground because his arms are two foot long. And he's going to do that against Poirier. I don't know that he will. He will. How do you take somebody down if your whole strategy is putting their back against the cage? Because he will get his can, back against the cage. How? How does he put his back against the cage? How does he do it against every opponent he's ever fought? Before everybody, he makes them respect their his striking. That's how he. He'll gets make their, Poirier respect his fighting. I don't think you can make Poirier respect your striking. He will, dude. I'm telling you. I I don't think his striking Poirier, is world class. Poirier's is above world class. It is elite. It doesn't matter. It is elite. It won't matter when he's on his back. Poirier's boxing. When I, I hit the heavy bag almost every day, for my inspiration to get to the heavy bag... You don't think Khabib hits the heavy bag every day? You have not watched Dustin Poirier on a heavy bag. You've not watched Khabib! I have. When I, when I need inspiration for a heavy bag, I go to Dustin Poirier's Instagram. I encourage everyone to go to Dustin Poirier's Instagram when you need inspiration and watch that dude hit a heavy bag. It is a different level boxing. He it won't looks, matter. He it won't looks matter. like a professional boxer. It in won't there. matter. It does with that kind of footwork. When he's on his back, it won't matter. It doesn't. He also has world class okay. jujitsu. Well, I'm telling you, after Khabib beats the shit out of Poirier, Wait, like you don't. Before we life. move on, what is the most MMA thing ever? We get excited about Habib Tony. And then Poirier throws a wrench in the whole fucking thing. We did talk about this. He beats Habib. That's the most that's, MMA thing that's ever. That's the most MMA thing I've ever heard of. Yes, I agree, but... Everything is ruined if, if Poirier beats if him. Things, Everything is ruined if, if Poirier beats him. If things don't end up like that, you see Ferguson beating Khabib? Yes. I think that stands the best chance of knocking him off. Tony has Tony the best Ferguson. chance against Habib. But I don't think Dustin Poirier has a 0% chance. And after Ferguson's last fight against Cowboy, man, oh. I just... He fucked him up in the second a round. A lot of people have problems with Tony throwing that right after the bell. I don't I, have a problem with it. The ref did not step in. It's his fault. He did not step Every in. Every fight that you've watched, it's the, a ref it's a, the ref steps into the fight. You have to. You have to. In a fight like do, that... Do you think... like well, Okay, well, just for an example for everybody. When I was playing baseball, man, I didn't hear shit when I was up to no, bat. No, you're zoned. You were zoned in, man. Did you hear anything it's when you flow. were up to bat? Hell no, it's a flow state. Exactly, man. I didn't hear shit when I came up to bat. I was focused on that pitch. You're focused on what I was going to hit. Because you have to be. To be good, you have to be focused on one task exactly. at a time. It, I don't know that I would hear that bell. I would definitely not. I mean, in a fight like that, in some fights, I can understand it. You're broken up. You're 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 backed up. You're thinking about what to do next. In that fight, there was none of that. People might have a different opinion. It was that. pure instinct. But honest to God, Damn Tony Mer- Ferguson, I don't feel like is the type of fighter 
that would throw a right hook. It is, he is not. After the bell sounds. Dame, uh, it was Damn near Merguliatus. Mer, I heard Mer- him yell. Liotis. He yelled twice. But I, he never stepped in. He never man. stepped in. You have... Yeah. You can't just yell at a fighter. You have to step in you have and to. stop them from fighting. You have to. It's a fight. You're not paying attention to anything else, but I'm going to fucking kill this dude. Exactly, man. And that's what Tony was focused on, dude. And I'm I'm not defending the fact that he punched Cerrone after I'm, the bell. We're both it. huge Cerrone fans. Oh, for sure, man. I love Cerrone. I, I've told you before. Cowboy this. will tell you the same thing, too. He'll say that. He even said it in the post-fight interview. He said that punch had nothing to do with it. And he shouldn't have blew his nose. He, he blew his nose. That's but, like the number one thing. I, I don't think anybody would argue that he shouldn't have mm-hmm. went on. No. Well, also, you can't blame Cerrone for blowing his nose. No. It's no, the middle of a fight. I probably would have done <laughs> I it, definitely, I mean, you got a crooked fucking nose anyway. I you, do, yeah. You broke the fuck out of your nose it, at one point. It's fucking pointing towards... Which side's it pointing towards? It's kind of the left. Yeah, and my nose is fucked up. It's kind of like a Jewish dick. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. We've talked about... Okay, we've got to talk about uh, Conor McGregor. Although you don't want to talk about McGregor. Uh, you hate fucking McGregor. This. And I explained this earlier, man, that McGregor is the promoter of the... He may not be the best fighter. I'm not saying that he's the best fighter in the UFC. But he is the absolute best promoter. No doubt. That the UFC has ever seen. No doubt. He sells pay-per-views. He works up a fight to the point of where you think these two people fucking well, hate each other. Well, the biggest part of it is it comes naturally. It does. He's a, he's a natural fucking dick, dude. He is. But then again, it made you want to watch him fight Khabib. That wasn't what I wanted to watch it for. I wanted to watch Khabib. Okay, sort of. I wanted to watch Habib beat his ass because I knew it was going to happen. what happened after the fight? Just before before we go into this, let's just let's just go back here. I remember Tyler Stafford. Oh, sorry, said the last name there. Fuck it. <laughs> I remember Tyler saying, "I think Connor's going to win this." I remember him saying, "Blue lips." I remember blue lips. I remember blue hearing lips. somebody say, "I don't know what's going to happen in this fight." I don't know what's going to happen. There was a chance that I thought that Connor could catch him with a left, but I thought if he didn't do it in the first but 20 regardless, seconds. Regardless, what did Connor make you believe? He didn't make me believe anything. He made everybody else believe. His left hand makes me believe. He things. made everybody Not his else mouth. believe that. He his was mouth in doesn't his fight. His mouth doesn't believe me, make me believe anything. His left hand makes me believe things. After a year of him and there is no question that Connor is one of the best strikers to ever reach the MMA. I agree. Left hand. If you're gonna build a fighter and you're gonna put a left hand on somebody, it's Connor McGregor. Oh, I agree. A hundred percent. But and and promoter and attitude. You your top of fighter I don't this know is about why Dana loves him. Attitude George St. Pierre. He's not as famous as McGregor. That's not attitude, though. For hardcore fans, maybe. But McGregor casual. is the most popular UFC fighter to ever do it. We have a friend named Caleb Street. He's Conor McGregor, except not a badass. I mean, I'm He's just saying. Just the mouth of the South. If you're not from the South and you're listening to this, you might not understand that. But 
McGregor, he just, he talks so much shit. And before 2015, is that the last time he won? 2016. 2016. Before Eddie 2016, Eddie Alvarez that motherfucker UFC. backed it up. He backed mm. it the fuck up. Diaz is the last win in 2016, I believe. Either way, he backed it the fuck up. Did he not? In the Diaz fight, kind of. He still ran away from him. He He's, still won. His cardio is average at best. He still won? Uh, some people think he won. It was... A lot of people consider that fight the best fight of UFC of all time. That's fucking ridiculous. A lot of people consider it that. That's ridiculous. But that was because of the hype and the build-up, man. It was. Um, it's the most famous Either fight. way, it's either way, though. Fight. Either way. I do not, even though I'm a fan of his promotion, I'm a fan of his interviews, I'm a fan of his um, pre-fight antics, I'm a fan of his... I'm not going to say his fighting style because I love the ground game. I'm a former wrestler. Um, I'm not a fan of his fighting style. Uh, I don't think that he could decrown Khabib Definitely if they not. fought again. There's no chance he ever beat this, Khabib. I think the best result was when they fought last time. That was the best thing that could have happened for McGregor to go four rounds with Khabib. And win one of those rounds. Minus Ally Quinta on short notice. That's the best anybody has ever defended Habib's takedowns. I will give Connor that. He has Connor takedown. caused that. He has takedown defense. Connor caused that bad fight against Ally Quinta by throwing that shit through the bus. He caused that shit. Well, also Max Holloway dropping out. Who? Tony Ferguson dropping out. And then Ally Quinta on like two days' notice. You I mean, can't blame Habib for that one. You can't, man. So you if can't. you if you might, and I'm not knocking Habib, I'm not knocking him, and I would have done the same thing after the fight if he'd said the same thing about my family. I do not fuck that. Blame him a bit for doing that shit. I'm a Christian. Obviously, I'm not a great Muslim fan, but Habib, I do not. It, you do not talk about my family like that. I you do not that. talk about my religion you like that. Can't do that shit. I'm gonna fuck you up. I, I don't blame him a bit for doing that, man, but I don't see him beating Ferguson. I don't see him see him beating Poirier. I definitely we, don't see we, him beating... We Kobe. panned this out before. There's In the top ten, Connor has two maybes, two almost definite wins. And those maybes, it's not a maybe for me. I see him beating the shit out of Cerrone. I, I, it's a maybe for me with I Cerrone. see him beating the shit out of Cerrone. And I'm not saying that, like, he's going to go in and knock him out in the first round. It's hard to knock Cerrone seconds. out. I, I see him beating Cerrone in three rounds. If, just, Connor, if Connor can't knock you out, what does he have? But he's going to knock Cerrone out. I don't think he will. Is Cerrone going to go to the ground with him? Possibly. I don't think he is. Cerrone is a lot more out to go to the ground since he's I, been daddy I think Cerrone. He's gonna stand, I think he's going to stand with Connor. Cerrone has fight. a lot better fight IQ since he's moved away from Jackson's. But, For some reason, Jackson's usually have the great plan. But with Cerrone, not so much. I honestly think, though, I think they're going to fight. I really do. I, I think so. they're going to fight. Cerrone and deserves that money. I don't see Cerrone beating Connor. I just don't. I, but... It's a maybe. 
I do see him beating, or I do see Gagey beating Connor. Definitely. And that, that pressure is too much for Connor. I think Gagey is chance. next in line for the title after. Well, he Khabib needs he needs he needs one more fight. Tony. He needs the loser of Habib Poirier. But I think he wins that. Against Poirier, he's already lost to Poirier. I think it's Poirier. I think Poirier gets beat by Khabib. I I don't. I think it's about a seventy thirty Habib, but that thirty is a strong thirty for I Poirier. I just you've got more faith in Poirier than what I. I do. love Poirier, man. I can't. I just think Khabib takes him down. And if does you were what gonna, he does to everybody let's, else. That he let's fights. let's think as a gamble right now. We're we're gonna say I don't think the odds have come out on Habib Poirier yet, but I'm gonna say Poirier's probably gonna be about about. Probably like a plus four hundred. So if you put like twenty dollars on Poye, you're probably making like four hundred dollars. I'd make that bet. I'm that's not a saying fucking, I would. That's a good fucking bet. I'm not saying I wouldn't make that bet. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's the way I think about it. Um I just the likelihood of it happening seventy thirty. I don't see it. Give me seventy thirty. I'll give you eighty twenty. I'll take eighty twenty. That's still a good bet. I'll give you that. I just I I don't see him beating Khabib. That's plus eight hundred. I'll take I that all day. I, honest to God, I don't see anybody beating Khabib. Tony in this division. Tony. Tony's got the best chance. I think Tony. I give that a sixty forty. I give it a fifty five forty five. Tony. I give it a sixty forty. I would almost. I would almost. I would almost give the advantage to Tony. I don't give the advantage. To Tony. I would almost because the feet, Tony. Tony on his back versus Habib on top. Khabib's not going to be on his feet with Tony. He, Tony doesn't have great takedown defense because he doesn't have to. Uh, That's the only thing I see going Tony wrong. Won't, he won't be on his feet. Again. You've never seen Tony stay on his back for long because he either elbows you to death. He'll be in side guard against Khabib. The, the thing about Habib is he's never in your true full guard. He's postured up. I've never seen Habib in a full guard. He is always postured up. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know, man. I, that's an interesting thought. That's such a, If we can just fucking get the, I'm sorry for banging the table. I'm just... I just want to see that fight so bad. I think everybody wants to see that fight. Anybody that's a true MMA fan wants to see that fight they so bad. They want to see that fight more than they want to see Khabib and Poirier. It's just... It's like the fucking lucky number 13. I mean... It just... Bad shit keeps keeps happening. Tony Tony tripped over a fucking wire. A professional. He kicks steel poles and he blew his ACL out. We were so pumped up for that fight. I was so ready. I mean, it's just. But on the other hand, are we ever? I do remember telling you. I said something bad's gonna happen. I said something bad's gonna happen. You said and it that. did, and it did, I, and it was like two days before the fight. Oh, I don't even want to no, think about it. No, it was like it. a week. It was, was like a week. But, I was so you know, depressed. I was so depressed. I, I think every MMA fan was. Uh, uh, we got to move on. We do. We uh, um. Let's go to middleweight with uh, Robert Whitaker hmm. being the champion. Then we've got Adesanya, who is the interim champ. Yo Romero, Luke Rockhold, who's moving to heavyweight. Gaslam. Light heavy. Light heavyweight. I'm sorry. Um, Gaslam, who 
just went five rounds with Adesanya, and that was a hell of a fight. It's going to be hard for him to get back to a title. But it was a good fight, dude. It was a great fight. It was it was awesome. I didn't um, expect that from Kelvin. Hermanson, who I've been extremely impressed with. Impressed, but not that impressed. I've been impressed. Um, Jacare. Shoot or tire. I agree. Um, Chris Weidman, who you said was moving to light heavy. We can basically take Weidman and Rockhold out of these. Paula Costa, uh, who neither one of us really care oh, for. Oh, God, I, I just hope Costa loses. And then Derek Brunson, who is more Sorry. or less a gatekeeper at uh, yeah. middleweight. So, uh, Jared Cannonier's coming for your ass, Derek Brunson. I think... Cannoneer, man, I, he's that dude's a fucking gorilla. He is, man. He how how heavy did he used to be? He used to fight at heavyweight. Oh my god! Dude. And then he went from heavyweight to middleweight after Usada. Is yeah, that makes no sense. It to makes me. no fucking sense. I, what is he using that nobody else knows of? I don't. I want some of it. I do too. I want some of it bad. I could be a fucking heavyweight. I could be a fucking lightweight. <laughs> I mean, Cannoneer is not on this list, but we're going to talk about him for a second because that is the best body transformation I have ever seen. It's fuck. He's ripped, dude. He's oh, fucking God. jacked. Who's he fighting next? He doesn't know because the last time I, I heard him interviewed this week. Is he going to fight Gaslam? Because that's who I want to see. Called, he called Gaslam out this week. It's the first time he's called anybody out. If because he beats Gaslam, he, you know he why he called, he called Gaslam out? Because no one will fight him. Because they know. I wouldn't fight him. I wouldn't fucking fight him. That dude's, you, you've got no upside. No one knows who he is. And he's a fucking monster. I mean, let's talk about Adesanya for a second. And well, we, well, we, we got to start Whitaker. We got to start Whitaker. Okay, here. let's start Whitaker. We got to move through this quick, though. What What was the last injury? There's... There's been, go ahead. I've, I've, Tyler has to go pee again. There's been so much with Whitaker. I'm so disappointed with Whitaker. He's had so many injuries. I'm not disappointed with Whitaker's fighting. It's his health. He, he just, I think Whitaker's one of those guys that is an average guy like me and works so hard that his body breaks down. He's dominant cruise of the middleweight division. He, his body just can't keep up with his mind. That's all it is. He he, he gets hurt every fight. Uh, well, Romero, well, I'll give him this. The two fights he's been hurt is against Yoel Romero. Fucking monster. I mean, how do you get out of a Yoel Romero fight and win without an injury? It's nearly, I would say it's impossible. Because you can't knock Romero out. We've seen one guy do it in strike force. I can't think of his name right now. It was when your Romero's striking was very rudimentary. It it didn't look great on Romero's part, but since then he's become a total different fighter. So I don't hold that against him. Hey, I'm, my, back. I'm back. <laughs> okay, so we've talked. Empty the gas tank. <laughs> we've talked about Roma, or Whitaker and his injuries. Um, I think that's pretty much all we need to say. We got an upcoming matchup with Adesanya. I don't think the date has been set. It's the next time we're in Australia. Um, but I'm gonna let Tyler talk about Adesanya for a minute. For a minute, while I'll take a gas tank empty him. All right, man. We're um, getting we're getting drunker by the second. Yeah, so if we start stuttering and mispronouncing words, we apologize. We really are. Um, this we bought a case of uh, 
Michelob Ultra before we came to Greenville. Uh, we're sitting in the hotel room. We've been drinking since about 8 o'clock. And this case is almost gone. Um, it, yeah, I, it's 1.30 in the morning. And we're going to be getting up at like 8 to do a little pool workout that we're doing. Uh, it's going to be swimming some laps. We're probably going to do some lot weights and stuff and uh the i know the hotel here has a, a workout room but anyway i want to talk about adesanya so so i've been i was introduced to him first when joe rogan uh who kind of got me into mma i'm going to be honest um when he had him on his podcast and i said if joe rogan has him on his podcast and he thinks this highly of him he must be an absolute stud and sure enough ever since joe rogan had him on his podcast he's won three four fights in a row and it's not even been close what are we talking about uh adesanya and joe rogan having him on his podcast it, that's when i was introduced really yeah after the brunson fight uh, I, yeah well it wasn't after i think it was before actually i think it was after the brunson fight was it after? Mm, it may have been before. We're big fans of Joe Rogan. Either way, I take what Joe Rogan says to heart. Um, but anyways, after uh, you know that run that Adesanya had, and he fought, he fought Gaslam. I I just think it's so cool that he got to fight Silva because it, I really think he's the next Anderson Silva. Casuals hated that fight. It was so boring to them. But if you watch that fight, watch footwork, watch head movement, it was It such, was a chess match. It was a chess It, it, it was, was beautiful. Like Joe Rogan always says, it's a chess match with... Uh, dying consequences. Dire. Dire, dire, dire consequences. consequences. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've been drinking. It, 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 it was a great match to it, me. It, it, I loved it. I loved it. And, and to see Silva... I, to my do that flying knee that he threw against Adesanya on the cage, and he knew it was coming, man. Uh, it showed how much classroom work he puts into his fights. Truly, I, I mean, Adesanya versus Silva was a great, but I think there's so much more for Adesanya. That was a good fight, but I don't think that should fight. But I think that was great for Adesanya. It was, but I don't think it should have happened. I don't think so either. But it was. A, but it that was, was a, great for him, man. It was a UFC move to use Silva's name to pump up Adesanya. I hate that. I hate that. But it worked. You need to put fighters that are on the same level together. It worked. It did. It definitely did. And it helped Adesanya. Let's move on to Yoel Romero. Obviously, everybody knows about the $27.2 million lawsuit he just won. So who knows if Romero will ever fight again. You find that fly over there, bro? I'm trying to get it, man. Get it, son. <laughs> Who knows if Romero will ever fight again after this Costa fight? Who knows if this Costa fight will even does, go through? Man. I hope he this does, man. This is the third time Costa and Romero has been booked, but nobody hears about that because no one's ever paid. It usually gets booked for about two weeks and falls out. This time, we're getting pretty close, I believe. I believe it might be 239. Uh, so we're like a two weeks away, something like that. But... Uh, who knows if it will actually happen? 
if I was Romero and I got that kind of money, if that company doesn't just go bankrupt and say, fuck it, I would just take that money and run. Because you're 41 years old. You're out of Cuba. He's a robot, though, man. He He's not There's human. no way that dude's 42. He's not human. There's no way that dude's 42. He, that body. He's Cuban. When I saw Romero for the first time, I said, oh my God, that's a human cloud. He can't be real. It those muscles just don't make any sense. He's a genetic freak. That's a Cuban. So he's not really. That's a 42, Cuban experiment. Man. He's not forty-two. He's and he says there's more people like him. Yeah, that's what's scary. And if we ever get those Cubans in the UFC, it's going to be and you fucking, know they're wrestlers. It's going to be game over. At, game if anybody over. hasn't listened to the podcast with Yola Romero and Joe Rogan, it's. It's not one of Joe's best podcasts, but if you're an you MMA can, fan... You got Joey Diaz trying to translate. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty rough podcast. He's, he's obviously too high to translate. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, but bottom line, uh, I'll, I'll summarize it. Um, Yola Romero says that when they were in Cuba, he they had to wrestle for their position. Oh. It's basically so um for their right to eat um I, I don't remember what weight raised class. with a pack of wolf shit yeah i don't remember what weight class Yol Romero said he was but he i'm going to say like 178 he said for example that he had <laughs> to beat um whoever was above him and the top Three, what are you needing, John? I dropped a cigarette. You dropped a cigarette. That's we, a party foul. We went through a pack of cigarettes um, in like... Yeah, my girlfriend cannot hear this part. We went through a pack of cigarettes in like my girlfriend, two hours. You know what? We're going to delete this part out because she will <laughs> not be happy with it. We don't it. even smoke. No, not at all. Neither I, one of us. Yeah, I don't smoke at all, but you know what? We get to drink a Michelob Ultra... And you my know, throat's gonna hurt so bad. They tomorrow. should uh, sponsor Marlboro Light cigarettes because they do. Because they only taste good with beer. Oh no. Uh, anyways, he said that he had to fight uh, or wrestle and beat whoever was above him to get more food. So he started out with, I think he said two meals a day and a very small portion of food, right? Which is ridiculous when oh, you think about oh, the amount of training yeah. they're probably doing. Ridiculous. And then. He got to the top three. You don't have to wait cut on the plus side? Yeah. Uh, well, he got to the top three. And the top three, there's some um, people yelling outside of her room. And now they're standing out there. and um, Nope, they're moving on. Yeah, they're moving on. That was a little bit strange. going to lock the door now. Yeah, let's <laughs> lock that door. But uh, the top three people, sorry, uh, we're a little bit off topic, but the top three said that uh, they got to eat three meals a day of full meals, and they were pretty much, uh, they got to stay in a room where they they got their own room, uh, their own bed. They were basically treated better than the bottom people that were below them, and the champion got... um, Pretty pretty much anything he wanted. Uh, they just had to win. And Yol Romero did this. But he had to work his way up to it. And he said that people in Cuba, it was still like this. And winning the gold medal in the Olympics was everything to them. And 
if there's more people like Yola Romero, they get into the UFC at, say, age, what, like 26? Something like that. They're going to dominate. They will absolutely dominate the UFC. You'll never see that, though. It, but what if they do? We'd have to see a different... It's a political thing. It, it's going to have to be a change in politics before we see that. Which Do the politics to... not change? Is that not why Yol Romero's in the UFC right now? No, it's because he's... Well, they let him go in a way. His family has to stay, but he has to go. It's a weird situation. Um... Either way, there's more people like him in Cuba. There's people... I, I'm sure that there's people like him everywhere, man. Uh, that we just don't know about. It is. We're, are, at, we're at the 45-minute mark here. Let's uh, let's skip on past Luke Rockhold since he's in light heavyweight now. We'll go ahead and go to Kelvin. We can probably give a pretty quick summary of Kelvin. Uh Kelvin's probably going to have to take a fight lower than him, which you never want to see from a top five fighter. He's obviously a top five fighter. After that Adesanya fight, Adesanya's probably... He gave him everything he could. He gave him everything. And Adesanya's definitely top two. Top two. Uh, it's him and Whitaker for the division right now. Uh, we we pretty much said it's it's a three, three-man race for middleweight. It's Whitaker, Adesanya, Romero. Is the three guys at the top. Even though we've seen Whitaker beat Romero twice, Romero hurt him a lot, Whitaker. And he's probably beaten Adesanya, in my opinion. I don't see Adesanya being able to deal with Romero. Uh, too much power. Uh, but I just hope Adesanya wins. At, anyway, Kelvin, he's going to have to take the Cannoneer fight. I almost feel like he has to take the If he wants to take an easier fight, maybe a rematch with Jacare, maybe Hermanson. Probably Hermanson if is, is his best bet. To me, Tyler's very impressed with Hermanson. I am. I think Hermanson wins that fight. Hermanson, he's a very good fighter. Don't get me wrong. I just don't see him as elite. Why are you so down on Hermanson? Striking. But he gets his hands on you and you're done. He does. He has that very weird guillotine setup. Very weird guillotine setup. I love Hermanson, dude. Um, I don't see Kelvin falling into that guillotine setup. But I don't. I don't see Kelvin give him, giving him the fight like Jacare did. Jacare almost gave him that fight. Whoever wins, man. I feel like that was more of a Jacare loss than a Hermanson win. Either way, bottom line, I don't see anybody taking out Adesanya. No. The champion. I think he's the next Anderson it's, Silva. It's Whitaker Adesanya. I, I, I don't see Whitaker taking him out. I, Whitaker's well-rounded. That's but a I hard, think last a, spot, whenever you Gaslam can, took him down... You cannot count out a healthy Robert Whitaker. I'm he not went, counting him out. He was, Let me just look By at no this. means am I counting him out. I'm going to read this list right now. I think uh, Whitaker's let's, number two. Clear. Let's, number two? Well, I think he's right below Adesanya. Oh, I don't know, man. Let's, let's, let's read off the list of Whitaker wins in this top ten. Romero, twice... Yeah, which the third one, or second one, I don't know about that one. That was close. That was, See, and you can't say that it wasn't. That's a UFC thing, though, because did Romero win the schoolyard fight? Yes. He hurt Whitaker more. Whitaker won more rounds. Technically, I think Whitaker won. Technically, Whitaker is better. Power-wise, Romero is better. But Romero, 
It was, gave him a lot more than what I thought he could give him in that second fight. It was it was a technical fight. And the first fight was obviously Whitaker. So we're going to go through some Whitaker wins here. The murderer's row of Whitaker. I've never seen somebody go through so much heat as Whitaker did. Two wins against Romero. Whether it's disputed or not, he won the fights. Rockhold never fought. He's actually a lot heavyweight now. Gastelum never fought. I think... He fought Gaslam. Did he not? I can't remember right now. I think he did. I don't think he did. Hermanson, he's never fought. Jacques Whitaker knocked him out. Weidman, I don't think he ever fought Weidman. Dude, okay. I'm not doubting. This list is looking worse for Whitaker as I'm, as I'm going. Paul Costa never fought, and Derek Brunson knockout. So, the murderer's row is actually gone for Whitaker. I'm, but, not, I'm not doubting. Here's the thing, man. I'm not doubting Whitaker. Not one bit. But... I'm so up on Adesanya. It, it's a great matchup. It's, it is. I it's can't one of those, wait to see that it's fight. It's one of those that's a coin toss. I can't wait to see that fight. But that's that's a fight that you don't know until the night of the I fight. I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying that it's a clear Adesanya victory, but I think if Adesanya wins, who's going to knock him off except for y'all? An elite wrestler. An elite wrestler. And that's Romero. But Romero is very old in age. But who who else do you see in middleweight that's going to knock him off? Not really anybody in right the top now. ten. Nobody right now. Divisions in UFC change so fast. If Kelvin couldn't knock him off, so fast in the divisions in UFC, somebody can come up in a year, just like Adesanya. Six fights in a year, put him at number one in the contenders race. But he earned that. He did, but somebody else can earn that too. I agree. All right, so we're at probably about the. We're probably at about a two and a half hour mark here. Um, we're going to do some main cards and predictions, but I think we're actually going to do another podcast tomorrow. So kudos to us. We'll probably, we're going to try to do one before the fight tomorrow. Then we again, ran out of beer. We ran out of beer, ran out of time. We're probably going to try to do one tomorrow before the fight, but who knows? We may just get too excited before the fight to do another one. So you may hear from us with some main card and odds. I don't but know, I, man. We've got a long wait time between like 11.30 to 2.30. If you hear from us, it's probably because we're in a parking garage too excited to contain ourselves. And drinking a Four Loco? No, I won't drink any more Four, four Loco. No Four Locos. I'm done with that. No Four Locos. The last time I was in this arena, we went to go watch Luke. Me and my girlfriend went to watch Luke Combs. If you saw my tweet earlier, they were sexing in the room. Yeah, well... You know, I was having to sit right beside it. I'm gonna get in trouble if I talk any more about that. But um, we were butt in the, sex people, butt sex. Oh. Y'all are into it. Y'all are into it. You can't deny. <laughs> you can't deny. It. But um, we were in the Luke Combs concert parking lot in the belt. What's the arena called? Bon Secours. Bon Secours Arena, and uh, she had to go pee really bad and. I had a four loco in my hand, and I knew I couldn't take it in. So she said, "You've got to chug that. You've got to drink every." And I said, "Courtney, who chose the four loco?" Exactly. That's what I said. I said, "I'll be dead if I chugged it." And she said, "Just do it. I've got to pee really bad." And I said, "Okay, but you're going to have to deal with the consequences." So <laughs> I I chugged that four loco, man, and I'm telling you. We went. We met Luke Combs that day. We met that dude, and we were uh, 
we got those VIP tickets and we went into the VIP room and he was giving out free beer. So I had a Miller Lite and there was a trash can that was about what well, what I thought would be about half full because you know who else would think that a trash can wouldn't be half full? <laughs> but I was drunk. I wasn't thinking, man. I was not. So I chugged that Miller Lite. Didn't even taste it, dude. Did not even. And I chugged it. And um, so I got to throw it away in the trash can. And I just drop it in there. And you just hear it hit the bottom. The very bottom of the trash can. Everybody right. just immediately said, what Could, the fuck, bro? What yeah. the fuck? And so, and Luke Combs is in there, too. Like, he's talking to everybody in the middle of this. I chug this Miller Lite, throw it in the trash can, and it shatters in the bottom of the trash can. And everybody just turns around and looks at me, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am fucked up. Um, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> so we met Luke Combs or whatever. We went through that concert. Um it it was a good concert. If you've not seen Luke Combs, go see him. He's awesome. He puts on a good show, uh of from what I remember. But uh yeah, I was pretty drunk that whole concert. We're so pretty drunk right now. I'm not not like I we've not had a four loco yet. He's drunk. He's uh, drunk. Yeah, I'm pretty drunk. But okay, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, this is a great place to wrap up the podcast. Let's wrap it up, man. You you might hear from us twice tomorrow. You might hear from us. You're gonna at least hear from us once hey, we're tomorrow. We're gonna do that pool workout and we're gonna do a podcast. I'm telling you right now. It depends. Now. It depends how hungover we are after the pool workout. We're gonna see how. Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Mostly ladies, we work out. I, but I've got a girlfriend. Uh, Tyler's got a girlfriend. I kind of got to go. It, it's a story for another day. Anyway, we're going to talk to you tomorrow, whether it's for the main cards and predictions or if it's the results and our reactions to a live fight for the first time. We appreciate you listening. We hope you made it through this whole thing. We doubt you did, but we hope you did. Let's join us again next time for episode three, possibly four. Just come back and see us again. This is the Blood on the Canvas podcast. I'm John Dale. That's Tyler Stafford. Shake and bake, baby. <laughs> Shake and bake. We'll see you next time. Have a good evening, ladies and gentlemen. As always, let's go UFC.